Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. This is episode 43, and we are talking FIFA 98 Road to World Cup. Now, a lot of people probably think, oh, it's a football game, and I'm going to keep saying football. I refuse to say goddamn soccer to all you people out there. It's football. Now, a lot of people are going, oh, I don't really play football, and I appreciate that, um, but I've got to try and cover a wide variety of episodes, and I thought, why not? With the World Cup currently on at the moment, we are currently in the group stage, what a good time to get this out. And I am joined by also football fanatic Mr. Dan Coles, and I'm not going to lie, we had to kind of record the first half twice, because Dickhead here forgot to press record and oh shit and i'm not gonna lie i should have had this out yesterday but it's just been i've been so swamped with work and everything and life i am yeah this is it's one of those things when you have a full-time job and it's busy and you've got family sometimes it's difficult to get the episodes i want out on the day so i do apologize for that um i i've still got the contents so we're all good on that we'll see how we get on because i've just been I'm not going to lie, it's not, it's not a cop-out, it's just been honest, I'm just completely stressed at the moment with, with work and stuff, so that's just how things will be going on, so it's not as long as normally is, I am I am sorry, hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. So FIFA 98, yes, yeah, a great game, I played this, it's one of the only football games I actually played as a kid on my own, I could play this with mates, but I enjoyed playing this um, with on my own, because usually I hate playing FIFA by myself, I'm not that sort of person, usually I play FIFA multiplayer, but I had an absolute great time with this. And it's some of the features we haven't seen again since, like the, the five-a-side mode, love it. The actual Road to World Cup, taking any random team from, from zero to absolute heroes and winning the World Cup. Loved it. It's one of my childhood games. I might still have it somewhere in the depths of my... Uh, my N64? Have I still got my N64? Surely I might still have it. I'm going to have to do some digging to see if I can find it. But I loved it. It was great. Um, if you're new to this, we're going to get onto the show in about half an hour time. We'll get into FIFA. So just, just head down that way and you'll get it. First, we've got to do the intro. And basically where we dick around, we're going to do ask some questions. And we talk all things gaming. Now, before we get into that, we're going to go to some plugs. Yes, we've got to do the plugs because they put the roof over my head. If you'd want to support the show, you can do so a number of ways. You can basically go on to wherever you're listening to this and give it a five-star review. Give it a comment. Say it's great. Say it's crap. Because it all helps and gets me on that algorithm. But the best way you can support the show is financially, which is on patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1.50 Australian, you get access to your own weekly show, which is called DLC, where I talk about basically anything that probably didn't make the main show. And for this week, as a little bit of a sneak peek, we're looking at episode 16, and the problem with broken games we keep having... And maybe we need a regulator in. Maybe we need a regulator to actually start dishing out fines and be able to say, no, recall that game. Stop selling that. I think that's what we need. There needs to be someone, an, an, an overseer of these, of these products to go, okay, that's fine. A day one patch will do. Or as in a minimal day one patch. The game's playable. There's just some things. Or there's someone to say, no chance. I'm sorry, no chance. And that was episode 16 of DLC, where I was looking at broken games we've had. For episode 17, I was thinking about this, like, what could I do? And I'm actually probably going to do um, best game announcers. I, I, it's a weird one. It came to me when I was walking yesterday. I was like, it, it won't be the longest episode, I don't think. But I think it'll be a good one, because we all have different 
people who used to announce things or commentate on games. So I'm going to do my own little list on that. And that will be out on Friday. And Friday my time, I should say that. What else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord. We're trying to build our own little community of idiots where we can just dick around and talk about anything we want to. You get the ability to message me one-on-one. And you can take part in all our shows where it's going to be Survive or Die, 16 Bits of Nonsense, or comment on the game of the week that we're talking about. On DLC as well, you get access to all of those. So yes, there's the plug. Go it out the way. Um, I said the show's growing, and I get the chance to butcher your names. I pro- I eventually, I will... I'm, I'm dyslexic. I, I really am. Um, so I will struggle to butcher... Read out... I will struggle to butcher... I will butcher your names, because that's how bad it can be sometimes. But that's enough of me getting on to this. Let's get on with the main show, and we're going to talk about our first little segment, which is called 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section, and we're basically, I ask you guys anything. Anything you want me to t- talk about, I will do my best to answer. And as always, Captain N gets in touch, so I really appreciate this. He says, without looking at a prompt, are you able to recite the alphabet backwards? Am I just a performing freaking monkey for you? Right, okay. I'm going to give, I, I'm genuinely, you have to believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and do it without looking at it, okay? So I've got my eyes closed to this. Z Y W no no X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A Did I do it? Did I actually do that? If, that's, if I did it, that's pretty good. Don't think that was a good effort. So, Performing Monkey has done his trick into any other podcaster doing video games, doing that shit. You knobhead, Chris. All right, Dave McGuinness says, With the sad passing of Ken Conroy animated Batman, it won't be the same. With that said, who would you like to see the torch pass to? Um, Yeah, I mentioned we mentioned this last week, didn't we? Um, really sad. And do you know what? I was trying to think of who I actually would want, but I was watching when I watched the DC animated films and I really did like, because I've watched them all, those DC ones, and I really liked the guy we currently had, which was Jason O'Mara. I thought he did a really good job. I thought if you're going to pass it to anyone, he's proven himself and he has that gravel tone. He has that comedic effect, like watching him doing was it justice league dark i thought that was a good film he was it made batman funny and i thought if you can do that if you can make batman serious and funny you've got the job for me um so give it to jason amara and i'm happy i don't know if he's going to do that now now the animated films are finished we'll have to wait but i hope he continues because i genuinely thought he was a good batman um chris copleen says how about all the upsets this year in the world cup He's right. There've been quite a few. There's been another one. Morocco has just beaten. Uh, no, it's cost. Morocco's just beat Belgium, and Costa Rica beat Japan. So there's been. That's just today. There've been shocks left, right, centre. Don't think that Australia's going anywhere, nor Canada and the US. But with things going this wild, do you think there's a possibility doesn't massively choke it away again? Right. I was I was giving Chris shit about this because he's American and we played shit against the US. We were fucking terrible. It was just boring. Um, let's look. So Canada, unfortunately, as a time recording are now out. They've literally just gone out. So I'm sorry about that. US, US could go forward, but they've got to beat Iran. They've got to, if they beat Iran, they're through. Simple as that. They've got to beat Iran. Um, England, it's the strongest team we've had in a long time. It's a strong, youthful team. Like I know people are going to say it was only Iran, but then Iran just went and beat Wales. So. It, I think, yes, it was only Iran, but it was the way we're passing it around. Again, considering a very defensive team, we're going to have, there's going to be bigger, sterner tests up ahead. We're not going to get knocked out. I cannot see Wales scoring four or more. I just cannot, because that's how we're, we're going out. The only way we can go out is if we lose by more than four goals. I cannot see that happening against Wales. Um, it's only going to basically be a matter of time, because let, let, let's look at it. You know, this is the team who got to Euro 2020. And we lost on a penalty shootout, for God's sake. 
So we're still one of Europe's strongest. So the fact we say we, we might win the World Cup, I think that's an okay thing to say. I don't think you should, anyone should be alarmed by an Englishman saying that. Um, but maybe we'll know as this goes on and how depressed I go as the, as the episodes tick along. Because that's how it's going to be, like the the how you know how this thing's all going. But then he comes on and says, Chris, this is sorry, Chris, Chris, to steal a meme, England's all-time record against the US, Revolutionary War, loss, War of 1812, draw, 1950 World Cup, loss, 2010 World Cup, draw, I remember that, 2022 World Cup, draw. It's official. Until you establish any sort of dominance, the sport will officially be soccer henceforth. Well, did you not remember the Simpsons episode where, you know, Homer's having that chat with Lisa's fiance? And he said, you bailed me out in World War Two. I said, you bailed, we bailed you out in World War Three. So because we bailed you out in World War Three, I think that you have to call it soccer. Damn it! Fuck me, it's too early in the morning, I've just read that wrong. Shit! Football! Shit! Shit, dick, cunt, fuck, bollocks. That's how we do things on the show, I don't think... And now, because of that, I've now just given all of America permission to call the game soccer. God fucking damn it. I hate my life. And that was everything to do with the questions. Thank you very much, guys. I do appreciate it. And you weren't all attacking each other like you normally do. Uh, Let's get on to the news, which we're going to call Patch 43.0. Now, because I've been really busy, unfortunately, I've only collected two news stories which piqued my interest, but there will be more next week. I do. I do. Oh, no, actually, there's two, and there's a sad story. So we'll get into the... Um, we'll get into the really sad story first. Um, over the week, uh, it was announced that Jason David Frank, who was the original Green Power Ranger and White Ranger in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, took his own life at the age of 49. Uh, he leaves behind his four children and his wife, Hearts go out to the friends and family. I know I'm never going to meet them, but still, it's it's difficult during these times. And all I say to that, because I, you know, Power Ranger is massive part of my life, and I'm trying to get one of those pops now, the Green Ranger pop or the White Ranger pop, as a bit of a you know reminder to myself that you know if we ever struggling, please seek help. That's all I'd ever say is if you are ever struggling, please seek help. Please message me for God's sake if you're ever struggling with your mental health. Please reach out to somebody. I I have no qualms of you contacting me. If you just, I, I'm not, that's a whole fuck the Patreon in that sense. But if you just need, you know, before something you do something, please ring me, message me. I don't care. Please just go seek help and speak to somebody because you know I feel so sorry. Now this is going to be. Um, we've got four kids without a father. And I'm not, I'm not having to go at Jason David Frank, not at all, because unfortunately when you're in that mindset, everything's kind of, you don't think, you're not thinking about anything else. But it's a difficult thing. I Look, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I just, I'm begging anybody, please seek help. Please pick up the phone. Please speak to somebody if you ever think that, you know, that the only way is to go out that way. So, yeah. Not really the best way of explaining it, but I just don't know. When it comes to this sort of thing, my thoughts are a bit all over the place. So rest in peace, Jason. Um, and honestly, thoughts to all your friends and family during this time. Okay, so the two little bits of news stories we're going to go into. One, these just made me laugh. Uh, there was a story I saw. A Call of Duty player has taken a stand against violence by starting a taxi service in World in Warzone 2. That is just genuinely hilarious. Now, the guy is called um, Krezen Dunmain. And apparently he is, all he's doing is he just uh, takes players around the map and gives them, and just talks them through a proximity chat. That is fucking hilarious. That it, honestly, give that man a medal. That is genuinely pissing funny. I can imagine that you're in a war zone as a guy goes, taxi! And, just, and then you get in a taxi car. How's your day been? Oh, I've just been shot at a few times. Not too bad. How about yours? Oh, well, it's been okay. I've, I mean, this car's been hit several times. Like, does he have something on it that says he's the taxi? And there should that if if he does, that should be the unwritten rule. Do not. You're not allowed to kill the taxi. Can you imagine if they actually brought that in as an actual thing. You cannot hit the taxi man. Like you lose points for hitting him. That's like he's, he's, he's just a casual. He'll just be an innocent party in war. Although is he though? If he's taking two people to and from, like does he take you behind enemy lines? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. But imagine that. You're on a battlefield and all of a sudden yellow taxi turns up. Stop the battle. Stop it. Stop it, terrorists. Stop it, the US Army, whoever. It's 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 over. No. We need a tax. Taxi's here. Yes, where are you going to? Baghdad. Okay, I'll take you over there. That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, just people make me laugh. And the other thing which made me laugh this week in the, in the news, uh, apparently Blake Martinez has retired um, from the NFL after he sold a rare Pokemon card. He had the Illustrator Pikachu card, which is extremely rare. He had it for 9.5. It wasn't it wasn't 10. And he sold it for $672,000. Now, he plays for the Las, Raiders, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. He's a linebacker. And he said, that'll do. Got the money. Why not? Like, playing NFL, you know, there are risks with, you, you know, your head, your injuries, especially with your legs and your knees. So why not? If he's got the money to retire, do it. Why not say, I just think it's hilarious. Imagine if he had that in 10. I think Jake Paul's got that in a 10. I need, I need to look at that. No, sorry, it's Logan Paul. Logan Paul's got it. And it's nearly, it's 5.27 mine, mine, million dollars. Holy shit. So a 9.5 gets you 700000 A gem 10 gets you nearly $5 million. That is... Oh, you'd be... Would you be sick? How did you get hold of that card? Jesus, that is... Or maybe it's just gone up. Like, oh, in 2013, it was worth $11,000. So that's got up. Yeah, there's a bit of inflation there. I think just be because it's Logan Paul. I don't know. Either way, that makes me laugh. He has hope for some of the Pokemon cards I have. Oh, is there a potential they're going to hit stupid? I think if I, if, if I had any of mine as a miscut, they go up because miscuts are rare and no one's seen them before. But fair play to you, Blake. I hope you enjoy your retirement. Bastard. I wish you could retire on a Pokemon card. That's just absolutely superb. And that's everything to do with the news. Sorry, as in next week, I will think of some more things and I will produce better content. Right, let's just get into our next little section, which is for everybody and which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now, Sticking Up Your Jinjo is a free section where anyone can join in and basically comment about their gaming wins and gaming losses. And we didn't get any messages this week because I forgot to put the post out. Because I said that's how busy I've been at work and that's how stressed things have been. So I will just say the winners and losers. Winners this week, uh, England because they're still in the World Cup. USA because they're still in the World Cup. Canada because you're not. And Qatar because you were the first ones out. Ha 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 ha. That's all I can say, because I'm a bitter human being. Yeah, I will apologise. I will get something out. Oh, I should say, losers, actually still Game Freak. In, oh, actually, no, they're winners and losers, because, as we've just found out, um, I think I mentioned the DLC, Nintendo have announced that they sold 10 million copies of three days of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, so they're winning because they're making so much fucking money, but then they're also losing because the game still runs like shit. The, the longer you play it, the worse it gets. That's all I'll say. And I've had my few... I've had my first crash. I've had my first gaming crash. It happened the other day. And I was like, the fuck is this game playing at? It was after a loss. The game just died. I was like, all right, cheers. You do that, bastard game. But yeah, it, it does crash. And it pissed me off. Luckily, I didn't lose any content. But yeah, fuckers. And that is that. Okay, so yeah, I will try and get some new ones next week. Let's just go into our little game, which we do have responses this week for, which is called Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Now, Survive or Die is our Patreon-only show, and that's where we basically look at games, characters, franchises, series, and they're basically both standing in front, kneeling in front of Negan. One of them is going to get their brain splattered out, and basically I'm asking you guys the question, which ones are going to be? Which one's surviving, or which one's dying? So this week, 
we are looking at two of the heavyweight franchises of football, FIFA series or the Pro Evolution Soccer series. Now, they are both officially died. Now, FIFA's on its last one, last legs, and Pro Evo has moved to a new game now. I can't remember, but it's finished. It's like a free-to-play. But back in the day, these two were the war. It was either you were either a FIFA guy or you were a Pro Evo guy. So I wanted to know which one, if you're going to get the series in a whole, which one should have their brain smashed in. So Dave McGuinness, oh, hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I forgot to add, Chris, sorry, Captain N said something first. He said, soccer, or football, as you crazy North American people say, is quite the sport. And with the controversy over the Qatar FIFA World Tournament right now, I'm going to have to say that NHL 2023 should survive. I'm Canadian and my team hasn't played yet, but have already lost the FIFA tour. It's hockey season. Done. No, no, you, you prick. No, I, I will fucking start putting... Temporary bans on. I oh, know I need Captain N. <laughs> we'll have to start thinking of people who dick around with the rules. It was FIFA or Pro Evolution Soccer. I didn't give you. I didn't give you NHL. I didn't give. They don't know. You can't. You can't kill them both. One of them's got to survive. That's the fucking rule. That's how we play this game. Don't you bring your ice hockey shit into this. Yes, there is controversy over the World Cup, and it should never fucking happen. It's terrible. You, Captain N. I need to give you some sort of ban. Jokey ban. We need to think of something for what you happen if you fucking around with the rules. And then even look at this. Dave McGuinness joins in. He says, it's obviously fucking spreading. The last time I played FIFA was around 16 years old. I'm now 43. Bye-bye, soccer, football, footy. Which one? Which one are you getting rid of? Both of you. Don't. You can't just get rid of them both. Negan's got to have a choice. One of them's got to get their brain splattered. You can't just basically go, oh... Sod it. I don't want to play football. I want to play NHL. That's not the fucking question. The question is which one is going to die. FIFA or Pro Evo. Make up your own fucking rules, you bastards. It's not how we ride on this show. Finally, someone wants to play the rules here. It's Chris. Chris Copleen says, I'm going to go over and say Pro Evo should survive. See, he knows the rules. Because it's within the rules. But both could die. Alright, okay. Now you've Okay, but he says one is run by Greasy EA and the other is made by fuck Konami, hashtag fuck Konami. All right, you've got some logic on that. So hear me out. We're playing, we're bringing back Mega Man Soccer. Everyone likes Mega Man. Just him and his robot buddies aren't douchey billionaires and Capcom is on a hot streak. Just bring some of those over to the Konami folks who worked on winning 11 and I think you're going to have a good time. Oh, oh. This is what happens when people don't know what football is. I give you the fact that you played by the rules. But no, we've got the Mario Soccer games. Do you think those sell well in England? No, they don't. Because no one wants over-the-top football games. We want realistic shite. It seems to be everyone else on the planet wants the Mario games. And we're not putting Mega Man in the game. Konami aren't going to come and do anything. Do you think Konami are going to play football anymore? They're probably like, ah, fuck it, we do the bare minimum, that'll do. Capcom is on a hot streak at the moment. Capcom is like literally one of the hottest properties to touch at the moment but no we're not bringing back Mega Man soccer you can get fucked we're not doing that you get points for at least sticking with the rules for god's sake and i have to give my answer and i'm probably going to say smash fifa i played the fuck out of the pro evo series when i was in university on the ps2 and they were absolutely godlike the fact you could run around with a panda head was just incredible and yeah greasy ea i've whilst the earlier ea games were great but then they started the loot box bollocks and they were with the packs and the amount of money people would spend on them to not get what they wanted. I know I can say this is a Pokemon card player, but get fucked. Absolutely get fucked. Um, I'm not agreeing with it. So FIFA, you're going to get your brain smashed in and let's have Ko- let's have Kojima just do it. He's going to be like in the background going, <laughs> and while you're at it, smash his brains in as well, Negan, because he's doing my head in. Bring out more Banjo. Bring out Conkers. Bring out everything, Konami. Give, just give you up your licenses. And I've just realised you're not in charge of Banjo. Fucking hell, that's rare. Fucking hell it was. Fuck me. I'm, it's not too early in the morning. I meant bring back Goemon. That's what I wanted. Bring Goemon back. Fuck, I want a new Goemon game. Rather than you bollocks you have with your fucking slot machine shit. Sort yourselves out, Konami. When did you just die? Ugh. But yeah, either way, leave FIFA to be a bloody mess on the floor. And let's just stick with ISS Pro Evo. Just give me that and I'm happy. A lot of people in England are going, fucking hell, how can you get rid of FIFA? It's the fucking best. I just have. It's dead. 
Fucking, it's already dead, and I'm still smashing it with a baseball bat. But thank you, as always, guys. It does make me laugh. And finally, you didn't attack each other, because you lot just go on attacking streaks. That's what you get from Patreon. Basically, feel free to attack everybody else, and I might read it on the main show. That's how this shit goes. Right, so that is enough of the intro. It's time to get into some football. And yeah, FIFA 98, absolutely loved it. It was great fun. Uh, I wish I could still... I probably could have had emulated it. But I had my old cartridge. I wish I still had it. And I had great fun playing this with all my mates back home. We all had a go of it. And it was always that you want to be a dickhead because you want to get your right teams. Hang on, let me pause it and change my formation. Um, we need to do that. And it was like kind of a given. There's no other game you could do that with. Like You can't par- pause Mario Kart for a second and just do something. No, no, the race is on. But FIFA, it was like the etiquette was allowed. And it was absolutely fantastic. And I still consider this one of the best sporting games of all time just because I loved it so much. But yeah, that's it. Let's just get this on. Now, I can't... I'm not going to play Blair 2, like Blair Song 2. That was the main song. Just because I know there's a chance I get copyrighted. And I, yeah, I don't... I don't want to... No, fuck... No, no, I'm not going to risk it. I just don't. Hmm, I wonder if I played... Oh, fuck it. If this episode gets copyrighted, I'll just re-release it with the actual... I'll save this template, and then I'll just release it later on with another thing. How about that? How's that sound, everyone? Okay, we'll go into that. Right, so now I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Dan Coles are going to be talking about FIFA 98, Road to World Cup, which came out for pretty much everything at the end of 1997. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show, and I should say this is the second time we're doing this because dickhead here, not my guest, me, again, forgot to press record. It's Mr. Dan Coles. How are you, sir? Very good, thanks, mate. How are you going? You all right? Oh, <laughs> the fact we're doing this again. <laughs> oh, mate, it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us, so don't worry. So you've brought an absolute cracker to this. You've decided, considering the World Cup being on, you come with me with FIFA 98 Road to World Cup, which is an absolute banger. Yep, cult classic. Um, I think one of the most fondly remembered early games of the FIFA series. And, and considering we're also getting to the end of that association, FIFA and EA, I think it's doubly poignant to look back on one of the most nicely remembered um, previous versions of it. So, yeah, and, and like you say, World Cup's in full swing now. So, uh, and Australia are in with a fighting chance of getting out of the group stage. We weren't they saying are. that last time we spoke. So, no. maybe it is good we're recording this with renewed hope and vigor in their world cup campaign yeah australia are doing well uh england have got four points i know the americans have got two points you know we've got americans C- canada haven't had their second game yet no they have they've just finished and, and unfortunately oh, for our they? canadian listeners they are they're out they're out yeah lost 4-1 to croatia oh jesus they got stuffed so, didn't they yeah yeah unfortunately Ooh. so canada out started, yeah they are aren't started they? well yeah um started really well but croatia just i think you know impose himself on the game uh, as as time went on and yeah poor Canada casualty it it, it is it is funny seeing all about it's all about World Cup 26 it's Canada or US oh yeah it's them in there they've got it so yeah yeah hopefully take the experience and and put it to you've got a young squad as well so fingers crossed they come back a lot stronger in 2026 oh well I know we've got Canadian listeners they message me so I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry to you Canada to you Americans Fuck you. That's what I'll say. <laughs> they know they are. Um, so, right, this game, absolute banger. And the, the best thing I think we all remember about this was the soundtrack. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, FIFA 98 was the first year that uh, EA had licensed proper music um, to go with the go with the series. And it just hits you full in the face, doesn't it? As soon as you boot it up or, or load it up, 
straight in there with um, a bit of blur and yeah it just takes your face off right from the beginning and um op- great opening intro video as well to kind of go with it so so yeah you know as awesome. soon as you put the power on you're 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 in it it's, it's brilliant and um you know some of the extra songs that they they pulled with it as well not nowhere near as memorable obviously but as menu fodder music menu catchy, fodder they? yeah yeah but they yeah. worked and that was the thing is like yeah you get hit straight with the blur song which was just like what a way to begin the game mm. but yeah those menus they weren't official licensed tracks but they were just nice get you in the mood it's like that'll do you don't often yeah. find games with good menu tracks yeah i mean i mean and you, you i suppose you do with football games you spend you know quite a lot of time in the menus especially with the amount of, of customization that um road to world cup offered um you, know, you could spend hours you know updating your kits you know updating teams oh, all that sort of stuff game, until yeah. your heart was content so having some you know non-offensive um menu music to accompany that exercise was 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 good um so so yeah and and the, the, this kind of signaled a, a pretty um successful run of, of music licensing if you look at the games around this you know world cup 98 chumbawamba um bit of, you get knocked down um and then into 99 and you know the early 2000s you know fat boy slim rockefeller skank in 99 yeah um, they, they, 2000, they, went, Robbie, they went hard yeah robbie williams 2000 with it's only us which you know i've not heard i don't think since i've played fifa 2000 but yet anytime i would ever hear that it would take me instantly back to fifa 2000 yeah and then body rock moby in 2001 so you know the fact that um for for this last year's um kind of a fifa and ea relationship they've done a best of um compilation of additional tracks to to go with the world cup dlc um and the fact that three out of those five i've just mentioned um, made it onto that top 25 i think says everything you need to know about the richness of, of musical choice in um that that early 2000s late noughties late late 90s even blur made it absolutely yeah, um, body rock moby um and fatboy slim i think you'd be absolutely devastated if this did blur didn't make it because that's freaking awesome oh no there, i don't think there's any way in hell that um song two could not have made it onto that compilation that would have been an absolute travesty can you imagine like uh, fans rioting in the streets where's our fucking <laughs> blur to- where's song two dickheads <laughs> riots but you made a good point then you said like when you're in the menus you're going to be customizing the level of customization in this game is incredible because you can decide like who takes kicks, where people play. You can play, put them wherever you want. Your formations. You've got whole squads, not just like twelve players. You've got like twenty odd players. You you can make the ultimate team you want. But you, I remember it used to piss off everybody before a match because you were dicking around with your team. Yeah, I mean, there's, there was so much you could you could do, um, but you know. On top of on top of that, like the pre-match, you know, tactics and customization and things like that, there was a huge sort of editor mode as well. We could go in and change. I mean, player faces and things were nothing to write home about back then. They were absolutely terrible. But yeah, they were. You could go in and, and change, you know, hair, everything from hair color, skin color, facial hair. You could even change the attributes of the players as well to you know make them better. Or I know I don't know whether you had unlimited points. I can't remember that, but you I don't could think either. You did use what you had and you could reapportion those points to different areas if you like so you know you could take a bit of strength off someone and add it to their pace if there's a player that you kind of quite like that but wasn't necessarily top tier but yeah the, the level and kits and things as well you know um i think with the fact that this was fifa road to world cup and then there's a huge emphasis obviously on the international side of things but i think it's easily forgotten that road to world cup 98 also had a, a pretty comprehensive domestic um scene uh, yeah. know, about it at the time as well and top five leagues in europe and a few other leagues from around the world as well and that going with the i think it was every fifa registered team from all of the federations around the world at that time that you could take on that road to world cup journey which you know, is incredible 70 plus on top of that you've got you know 10 or so leagues worth of, of teams as well so the selection was was incredible for a, a game pre-2000 and you know all the challenges that you had with trying to fit as much as you possibly could onto a game disc or a cartridge or you know things like that it was it was a real effort 
And that's the thing. It's like, because the World Cup game came out later later on in the year. Yeah. And that had like 32 teams and that were it. But mm. this one, is like, you can just go with India or, I don't know, Paraguay or, I don't know, uh, any random country, Zimbabwe, and take them through the World Cup, through qualification, which was class, and then take mm. them to win the World Cup, which was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think it made it so much more accessible to so many more, and and, and yeah, the, the the prospect of doing that so attractive to you know, yeah. got, you know all sorts of people. So um, yeah, it, it, tremendous efforts, uh, and, and the detail. You know, they're real players as well. It wasn't just you know, you know, it was it was just a case of um, random you know, names. Just drop them in there, and we'll do the minimum we need to. You know, all of these countries had squads to choose from, and also kind of players that were on the fringes of their international squads as well. So it wasn't just like you know. The, the, what you have on um, you know, most games these days, it's starting 11 substitutes and then a smattering of the reserves. It's, yeah. it's full. And even the ones that were on the cusp of squads, you could, you know, put them in. And, you know, if you were a fan of a domestic club and you, you had a young player that was on the fringe of the England squad, you could make them your centerpiece of your squad. It was, you know, they love the detail again, like I say, incredible for the, for the time. And we're talking about like the PlayStation you played on the PC, wanker. Mm. Um... <laughs> I did, did, did dabble on or play on playstation as well but um yeah i was i was you know with well documented pc master race, race I was probably at my well, at we, my pc peak at that point to be honest well i had it on the n64 and i know you, you could get on other consoles as well like the mega drive or genesis and snares and like mm. i'd hate to see what it looked like on there like yeah, yeah i think um i spoke to one of my friends um and asked him what memories he had of, of world cup 98 i think he's played must have played every fifa um, since its inception, but um, he said that the, he had it on Saturn, oh. and the graphics on there were just absolute toilet. Like, oh, 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 you fucking Saturn! Oh. I know you've got opinions on the Saturn, haven't you? Yeah. I do. It's never coming on this show. If you can't <laughs> give me a mainline Sonic game on a Saturn, just get fucked. Well, I opinion. think you've got. I think you've got far more qualified Sonic commentators than me so i'm gonna leave it i'll leave it to the experts and yourself obviously they they are oh, they a... all caught me yes we do we have this shut <laughs> up now you doubt shut up but i think do you need because like we we were doing this twice but um one good thing i always love playing this game we had a varied opinion is, is that is he had commentary which i think was great because you had des Lynham would do now for those who don't know des Lynham hero um but he'd do like the intro to the like you know the fans are here yeah. everyone's here mm. Welcome, everyone. And he said, I'm going to hand you to our commentary team. Andy Gray and was it Martin Tyler? No, no, it was no, Andy it Gray. It was, it, was, it was John, it was Motti, John Motson. John Motson, so, yeah, yeah, John Motson. So we're, we're, we're talking, you know, broadcast national treasures of, of the last generation, really. So at that time, Des Lynham was, you know, today's, or, I mean, we, what we've got today is Lineker, obviously, on the yeah. BBC. Lineker was, is essentially, you know, the... Um, guy that followed on and took the mantle from Des Lynham who yeah for years fronted BBC coverage of, of English of English for international football um and yeah to have him in there and, and he must have recorded that stuff in about 15 minutes because you know, yeah, the, the intros they're quite droll aren't they but it's just hearing his voice and it just adds to the realism doesn't it and the authenticity yeah. of, of what you're being presented um and yeah, yeah, John Motson as lead commentator, you know, BBC's undisputed number one, had already been for 20 or so years, went on yeah. to be for another 10 or so. And but that pairing with Andy Gray was quite odd. They would never commentate together. Yeah, no, uh, Andy Gray being on, on satellite TV. Um, and you know, FIFA have mixed up the commentators and, and tried different, you know, new things in in you know the years that we've played it since. Um, and yeah, that was a bit of an odd pairing, really. And Commentary, I mean, obviously, it's, there's lines and lines and lines. It takes weeks to, to record these days. But um, back then, it was a bit more basic. Um, you did get a few little quirky comments from Motson. Like, I remember one example where they, they were talking about how well they're being treated by the um, the media, the local media team, or the, or the guys at the stadium or something. Little kind of touches like that. It's but, good, though, um, isn't it? Yeah. They don't need to do anything yeah. like that. And I suppose yeah. it adds to that having commentary. Mm. Like, you're not used to it on the Mega Drive and Gen. Oh, God, no. And, Nintendo, you know, but to have we're, it. Still in, we're still in this period where, you know, two years previous to this this game coming out, we're talking FIFA 96 on, on the Sega, yeah. which, you know, we all remember that sort of isometric camera view where mm-hmm. if you ran diagonally across the screen, you seem to run about three times quicker than you did if yeah, you kind of ran yeah, up the yeah, screen. Yeah. 
Um, so, we, we, and, and, you know, obviously the, the transformation to 3D graphics, to completely new game engine, things like that. We were in a, this sort of rapidly accelerating period of, of development and, you know, incremental improvement on what football games could be at that time. And yes, EA had the kind of firepower from a monetary perspective, because you look at some of the competitive competing competing games sorry use my english use my words um alongside this sort of game you had like adidas fifa power soccer adidas power soccer sorry things like that shocking you know really really poor and it was those sorts of things that again added to that authenticity that really set fifa apart um and you know we've talked a little bit about sort of you know return value and things like that but i i think i could go back to fifa 98 for a nice bit of a nostalgia boost and still enjoy kind of the, what it offers you and and you oh, know it's it. a, yeah yeah and then again just to go through the, and experience that intro video blur feeling all over again uh just the once so yeah i think um and, and also i think we've talked about it a bit already as well but in that 12 month period between road to world cup um onwards yeah, Road to World Cup, the FIFA, the World Cup expansion, and then FIFA 99, all in the space of 12 months. So there's a huge amount of, of stuff being pushed out the door by EA at this time as well. It was um, mental. Yeah, yeah, really. And um, yeah, really kind of building blocks, really, for kind of the, pro- the product we've got today, I guess. So the other modes that this game had, which were, were fucking quality, you had the league, which we were saying, yeah, there's there's, there's, there's 12 leagues. You can do friendlies, which is a bit shit. You could do penalties, which is why would you do that? But yeah, the Road to World Cup was class. But it had the main draw for me, which is fucking awesome, was the five aside. Yeah. Indoor mode. Yeah. Yeah. And something five. they haven't they haven't recreated faithfully ever since. And it's it developed such a cult following. It and is. A, um yeah. And and I know they've done Street and um, Volta in the more recent editions, but none of them hold a candle. With Streets in its initial incantation is different completely, and, and that's quite its own, you know, reputation and, and fanfare and all that stuff. But in the FIFA indoor mode, the five aside, they haven't faithfully recreated that ever since. No, and yeah, like I say, huge cult following. Um, and I, awesome. I, if they were to introduce that again in you know with today's technology, all that stuff, that would draw in a completely that'll put drawing fans old and new i reckon um for those that held the mode in such from such fondness back in the day um and you think how great it would look and feel now versus what it did back then yeah um brilliant and uh, yeah i can't believe they've never brought it back and and people year after year i remember used to be asking yeah please bring back indoor mode yeah i don't understand why they don't bring it in because essentially you're just making a small it's less models less character models Mm. It's mm. just a, a closed off pitch, so you don't need any like the graphic. It was just a fucking tiny little stadium. I mean, it's that. exactly exactly the same engine, apart from you've yeah, and you've got you know glass perspex up against the sides. There's no corners, no throw-ins. No. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, and um, it would go down a storm if it they brought because, it back. It's because you could basically you could bounce it off the wall and then just these yeah. ridiculous volleys from mm. absolutely nowhere. And it was constantly going. It's like this game's class. This yeah. is awesome. Like, and it was just the best. Fo- five side football's our a, thing. Yeah, and it was just the best players from each each team. So you'd you'd pick any team as you could do for the um, normal modes. I think, but you just get the best of the best. Um, but yeah, but as I say, completely faithful replication of the same sort of engine. So you wouldn't be doing this on a wooden pitch indoor, but you could slide tack and all that sort of stuff. So all the same things you could do outdoor. Yeah, hardly any fouls. I think fouling was dialed down, so you hardly got any kind of tackles and fouls and things like that. But it was just um, really, yeah, great. And, and oh, again, still on. can't believe they've not. No, I still can't believe they've not put it in. I, I, I it baffles me because everyone always bangs on about how good the five aside mm. is, and it wasn't FIFA '97. But this was just—they could have just said, "Nah, we're not doing this. We've already got the road to World Cup. That's enough." But for them to just to throw it in there. And not do it again. It's like fucking LEA. Mm. I don't under. I really sometimes don't understand what their thought process is in going in there. I have no idea, but it'd be cracking. But you, you just made made a funny point there, and you said, "Oh yeah, fouls are t- turned down." No, it was very hard to foul anybody pressing the normal tackle button in this game, right? Because tackle was just like you just kind of went over and your foot went over. 
this game, right, is all about the slide tackle. That's all this game's about. Yeah, yeah. that's fair point. Fair point. And um, hacking down the goalkeeper, which oh, has been outlawed now. You can't do it now. But, yeah, back in the day, you used to be able to run through, control your player, just no sense of like yardage or distance whatsoever. <laughs> you just run through and prop the goalie. And yeah, instant red. But no, nothing to gain apart from an instant red card. But if your mate you're playing against has annoyed you and you just lost your rag, Send your striker through and take the bastard's legs out. Oh, I, I'm laughing now because I used to yeah. do it all the time. I know, yeah. <laughs> you got pissed off. But again, oh, it was a guaranteed red. Like there's no red. other outcome than that. A straight red. And um, but yeah, it is all again one of the oh. funny hallmarks of of that game and and those around that because I don't I can't remember what year they. You couldn't do that anymore, but yeah. I don't know why they didn't put the it in. It's the best. It's like yeah. you're just pissed off, or you just want to when you just want to ruin a game. You just like, and you made trying to take it so seriously. You're like, yeah. This is basically well, that's it. That's why it. you would do it. You would do it to ruin it. If you were if you were being outplayed by whoever you're against, and you just had it, you would just go through and keep fouling until <laughs> the game got called off. Yeah. Perfect, perfect mechanic for sore losers like me, I think, if I remember. And it was right. great because then you just ruin the game and try and get yeah, it and you yeah. play get the game abandoned. <laughs> just becomes a farce, doesn't it? And you could turn you could have a mode where you turn all the fouls on. <laughs> so just or you, I think for the, the N64 was like down C. Every button was mm. just down C, down C, and you just try and <laughs> injure everyone. Just to make sure you could get like, because you, if you had five cents off, it was the game room was, was abandoned. So that was the goal: you know, get five players sent off. But yeah, you do the keeper. It was an incident red. It was just yeah. fuck the amount of times I my mates had to say, "Danny, do not know." Because <laughs> I don't think you, as a as the keeper, you couldn't really do much to avoid it if if you're having a strike or a player bearing down on the keeper, you always say, okay, right, I'm resigned to this. I'm going to get cropped again. Yeah, yeah. Were, were there injuries on uh, Yeah, on there it? were injuries. Yeah, there yeah. were injuries. So your player would hobble. Like, he proper hobble. So you have to oh, sub yeah, him off. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're the keeper, yeah, if you, you couldn't get out of the way of it unless you drop the ball. And this is the other mechanic. Oh, yeah, of- then you could... and it, But then you could do... Rush keeper. Sort of the opposite and rush keeper and, and take the keeper all the way up to the other end of the pitch and try and score. And... Because oh, the or or yeah. or you could do rush keeper, which is to piss people off because you try and run the whole pitch, right? Yeah. And I guarantee everyone who played any FIFA game, any would would have done this, dropped the ball and try and do all the skills past every single fucking player. And if you've <laughs> not played, if you play FIFA and said I've not done this, you are fucking lying. You everybody has tried to score from the keeper. Everybody, it's the dream. It is fucking great. Yeah, I guarantee the lion's share of listeners that played FIFA 98 would have definitely done that. And I think this is the other way you could ruin the game. This there was one of three ways: hacking the keeper, rush keeper, but also like as soon as the ball goes in the other person's heart in the in your half, you can send your keeper out. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be literally you're playing in midfield, and then all of a sudden yeah. the keeper's coming. Yeah, well, but but because because there there was no radar. Um, at the bottom of the screen. So modern modern day FIFA is you've got the radar. You can kind of, if you're good enough, you can keep abreast of where players are around you and around you know a bit further field on the pitch. I'm just trying to fill some air here while Danny's almost crying with laughter. Um, but um, yeah, you you could bring, and it will be the ele- genuine element of surprise. Like it, no matter how many times you might do it, if you oh there he is again, you know he pops there up and, again, and you know they were. A lot of camera angles, and, and but a couple of them were in quite close, and it depends on how you know how you had your camera set. But it would just pop out of nowhere. And, and was it, it was was it you could bring him out, but was he controlled by the computer? He was controlled was by it... the computer, but he had the yeah. best targeting for like going for the ball. <laughs> he was awesome. He was like, literally, if if the keeper gets near you and he's defending, he will get the ball. I was like, this is just so good. But again, it's that way if you make to go, oh, fucking hell, dickhead. Because <laughs> You want anything, anything to rattle them, mate. You know, whatever worked for you. Oh, my chest yeah. is actually hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. It was but so I mean, good. Just going back to um, the indoor mode uh, and 
why they haven't um, recreated it in, in you know, newer on. FIFAs. Let's be serious. Hopefully, the um, you know, EA's relationship with FIFA comes to an end this year, doesn't it? And we're, it we're does. Looking at it's the new end. Franchise from next year, EA Sports FC, and you never know that like, you know that could herald. I mean, the last few years, rightfully, um, EA have been focusing on the you know increasing and improving representation of, of women in football. Um, and, and in FIFA. Um, but yeah, you never know. It could herald some pretty significant change. I think you think of futsal as a, as a, as a sport, you know, isolated from football, that, that's got some really big characters and, and big players in it in itself. And, you know, Ricardinho for Portugal, Falcao, Brazil, and you never know. You just think there's a lot of potential there to make a, you know, a standalone mode within FIFA, like they have a Volta, um, which yeah. I can't, you know, I'm not sure who owns that, whether that's FIFA or EA. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see it. I think a lot of people. The problem would is well. with, with with FIFA with EA is that they have that, that loot box shit. Like that mm. wasn't wasn't a thing here. And this is when EA. This is what you got. This was you got your cartridge. You got your well, discs. Yeah, it's, it's all, you're it's done. Built around football fit, team, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. the funny thing was was saying you know how good this game is. It there was ISS sixty four International Superstar Soccer. That was a better game. Well, that- that was that was the, the the kind of the the birth of the FIFA Pez Wars, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, Pro Evo War. ISS became Pez. Um, you know, I, ISS again was the the other you know standard um of game at that time. It was it was a straight pop between those two, and the, there were some other games out at the same at similar time. Do you remember added as Power Soccer? I remember that. Michael wasn't Michael was Owens. Michael Owens shit show. Michael Owens, but yeah, but the thing is, Michael Owens did the motion capture for this. Um, and World Cup '98. No, so he didn't. He's got some he didn't do '98. He didn't do '98. Uh, it was David Ginola. Oh, okay, of course, yeah, David Ginola. Um, but uh, yeah, you got Power Soccer. Um, you had Actua Soccer by Gremlin. Oh, um, Actua Soccer as well. was so shit. It was good. Yeah. yeah well, the thing is though, Actua Soccer had bloody Barry Davies as the commentator, like one of the best commentators of our age. Um, wasted on Actua Soccer. Um. I had I had actually soccer too, um, and but yeah, compared to FIFA, obviously nowhere near. Um, but yeah, power soccer was like one of those cheap games you you play in an arcade somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Playing. I it, think you know the... it's a dreadful game, and just added a slap their logo on it to give it some sort of cachet. The, the yeah. difference was, I think, between ISS sixty four and this was that it had the light. FIFA had the licensing, so they had. Yeah, all I mean the teams. that was the same into Pez, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, similar challenges, but but. There are a lot of great things about ISS that it's just it, they felt different and they offered yeah. you different things, didn't they? And and I was late to ISS, um, but I, I loved it when I first started playing it, and it just felt less arcadey, I suppose, didn't it? More of a simulation. Yeah, um, I, I I didn't get into it because so it was if you don't know it, it's winning eleven in Japan, and then it was international superstar yeah. soccer in Britain, and mm-hmm. then they turned it into pro pro evolution soccer. And it dominated the PS2 era. The era PS2 era was was Pro Evo, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and I mm-hmm. played all of them on the PS2 because it was during when I was at uni. Oh, when we were when we were both at uni. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we would PS pure PS um, PS5 by that point, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, and we were playing PES left, right, center yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, even though it didn't have the licensing, I think it only had like two teams. One of them being was it Newcastle United was one of them. It was fucking random. Um, but they had like Merseyside oh, yeah. red, Merseyside blue, um, man red. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a great North game. London red. But... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the pure mechanics of of the game at that point. I remember like, the first time I played Pro Evo was in a Virgin Mega Store on like a demo console, and I I played it for the first time. And it blew my head off. I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah. And but... the names and things were obviously an issue, but you could look past that because you knew who they were. And and they had the customization option again. So you, if you had the time, you could go in and change the names. I think, but um, the gameplay was just so much better than FIFA. what I'd played. Of. And FIFA was going down the pan at that time. Like FIFA two thousand and one, it was just shocking. Like that, you know, when you had a shot, I think you could you could score like if I like one or two types of goal that like you shoot and it just balloon up into the top corner. There'd be no sort of precision elements. It didn't feel like. No. Well, with FIFA, you had that um, arrow kick if you kick the ball. Like you hold B and then oh so when you hit the free kicks, hit the free kicks. That's it, arrow, free kicks, yeah. Kick, Any set I never you... scored a free kick ever. I I think I you, you had to take the time to master it, I think. But um so any yeah, any corner of free kick, you you'd had the the red you're gonna 
um, arrow that you could extend out, couldn't you? To yeah. Kind of power. But then if you wanted to curve it, it took ages for the curve to happen. Yeah, it didn't did. It, on you the could curve it. Yeah. And, and even then, that's wildly inaccurate a lot of the time. And it was yeah, just it was a lottery to start sending it in there. But um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you look at EA have, have um, experimented with different ways of, of, you know, managing a set piece system, you know, even up till today. And then they've changed it again this year. Um, it, it, doesn't, it never stays the same for two or three years at a time before they try and switch it up again in an effort to make it better but a lot of the time they just fuck it up to be honest but um yeah yeah again that's something very synonymous with that end of 90s start of noughties um era of fifas is that set piece arrow that you could you know and given that the summer of 97 you know european summer of 97 we had a le tournoi and that you know one of the most famous free kicks of all time if, if not still to this day one of the most that Ronaldo Roberto Carlos free kick against yeah, the Roberto Carlos, Carlos yeah, one yeah, against France. Stop that. All, all everyone tried doing was recreating that using that that, that mechanic. Yeah. So um, no. You know, yeah, hit it as hard as you can, bend it from outside to in, and just try and tonk it top corner with Roberto Carlos. It is it's like you tried, but it was just not gonna work. And like yeah. as I said, this game wasn't the best technically. Like some of the, the skill buttons you had were ridiculous. Like you would just Try and like dummy young do it, dummy past everybody, or you'd try and do uh Cruyff turn. And yeah. it was once you figured out the C button, well, for, for the N64, it was the C buttons, it was hilarious because mm. you just have mm. players being dickheads. Um, yeah. but it was just the fact I think the customization was class. Um, the, the fact that the, the keeper AI could either be the best thing in the world where it yeah, saves everything terrible. or it saves nothing. Like I do mm. laugh watching FIFA FIFA goalie glitches and just seeing how shit it is and how people angry people get that will never get old on me watching people rage about how shit goalkeeper is. But this game produced for me one of the best glitches I've ever seen in my life. I'll never recreate it again. I it was humbling. So <laughs> I was playing this with a mate Tom, who's been mentioned pl- plenty of times on this. And one of us accidentally kicked the N64. Don't know how it happened, but we did, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, all the players' heads, right, went mm. flying into the air. Like, imagine the heads went, the neck just continued yeah. into the sky. Oh, my God. Right? So just imagine, yeah. it's all neck, right? So the game starts, and you've got 22 players standing there with these necks that just go onwards to the sky like what the fuck is going were they, on were they like wave you know those like um used car lots where you've the got the big inflatable thing yeah G-Man. yeah were they like no. that or they yeah, all imagine that length of neck right yeah 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 there's no end to it right so okay this makes no sense but then the game started and it was like mm. holy shit because obviously <laughs> when their head's moving this wacky inflatable arm flame and tube man's going all over yeah. so all you've just got are 22 random bits of pink flying across the screen like what the fuck is going on we and that met- came from kicking your n64 it was it, the game wow. glitched it glitched out but we were yeah. dying we played the whole <laughs> game with these 22 like heads flying because you couldn't yeah. make a sense what the fuck was going on because you imagine it right he, so the ball's in the opposition end but the keeper's head is if he's made a dot his head's flying across the screen it's like, this is <laughs> fucking stupid but oh we were pissing ourselves like it's hard to imagine it because you know one's there but Fuck, I wish we could have recorded it. If we had phones back then, we would have had it. And oh, yeah, that would have gone. You know, you see on Reddit. Oh. Yeah, you, and you see FIFA glitches all over Reddit, things like that, all sorts of stuff. But that, yeah, that sounds like would have been up there with the best of us. It, it would have been banging. And like, that was the good thing about these FIFA games. Like, you mm. could play, especially in the N64, like, you're a PC wanker, so you're by yourself. Mm. You could <laughs> play on the PlayStation, so the N64, with four players, and you could do four V, all four of you versus the computer, which was chaos. 2v2, 1v3. The options yeah. were there, and it was great. Yeah. It yeah. was no, I like, awesome. Yeah, you're right. And, and as I say before, like, you know, we're at the precipice now where FIFA is starting to develop sort of exponentially um, with new technology, things like that. And, you know, it wasn't. Very far. If you cast you back to 97, 98, you know, we're only a year or two onward from what everyone remembers FIFA 96, the, the isometric view on the Sega mm. where you're running diagonally across the screen. And it's, yeah. you know, 
the, the transformation from 2D to 3D uh, and everything that came with that over the coming years is just incredible. And, and I guess with that degree of technological advancement in such a short space of time, it, it goes some way to explaining why there might be some glitches that you probably won't see today because the developers are probably learning as much as, as they go. And, and yep. you know, it's impossible to get it all into one place, I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah, um, brilliant. It, it's those sort of foibles, again, almost as a, as memorable as, as the good stuff. Yeah, and the thing is, this game will forever hold because it's a football game, and you can't really much say much more than that. But it had its flaws. But the thing is, it it was all stuffed in a nice little package. And for me, this was the best part of my childhood. And I don't play a lot of FIFA games. I don't. I don't play football mm. games unless I'm with my mates. It's the only time I really play FIFA is if lads say, "Right, do you fancy?" Because they love FIFA. I, I can't mm. play it on mm-hmm. my own. It's not my cup of tea. But with your mates, it's class. And this was a game which everyone played and everyone freaking loved. As soon as you said, right, well, I just want to play a, a night out on a night out at your mate's house, it was either like Mario Kart, GoldenEye, uh, Perfect Dark, and this always came. FIFA 98 was always on the equation as well. Always. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you could, just for the record, you could play multiplayer on PC. So to be both on the same keyboard. Shut up. <laughs> that wasn't Shut anywhere up. near us. Because anywhere near us. Yeah, because you're dirty. Good experience. Dirty, dirty people yeah. sharing a keyboard. E- yeah. You e- <laughs> mingers. And that was FIFA 98 Road to World Cup. Thank you very much all for listening. Thank you very much for Dan for joining. I really appreciate having him on. Until then, you all take care of yourself, and I'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye.